Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Open Africa podcast. My name is Furo and I have Nosa. Laulu is here and silently judging Nosa. <laughs> and we'll just like to give a special shout out to our research volunteers, Kalumi and Ibube, for putting together the information that we will be sharing on this episode today. Um, so without further ado, um, on this episode we'll be talking about PSB license. Um going to a bit more detail around like what people can do with the license um what they can't do and then maybe just providing some comparison with what you know you can do with a banking license and yeah other financial services licenses really so yeah psb payment service bank um and it's supposed to be the cbn's response to um financial inclusion and banks not coming to the party the way that they want them to um but we can have a separate conversation about the realities of Nigeria's population. Um, but yeah, PSBs exist for that reason. Um, so this- do we want to quickly go through like the requirements to operate a payment service bank? Yeah. Or like their objectives? Maybe we'll start with their objectives so- if, if we have that. Okay, so I'll start with what is required. So PSBs are required to pay a non-refundable 500k application fee. And have minimum paid up capital of five billion. Interesting. Yes. How much is MFP? That's that's it's more expensive cheaper, than MFP. It's more expensive than the most expensive MFP. Because yeah. the most expensive microfinance bank license, I think, is two billion. Okay. Yeah. So five billion in context is thirteen million dollars at for black market rates. So PSBs basically are allowed to carry out like your low value transactions or transactions really, right? Um, so you can deposit, you can withdraw, um, and people can do like small basic savings, right? Now they do this through agents. So they have agent partners. Agent partners are basically people that have the devices that are issued by the PSB um, and facilitate these transactions, typically in rural areas um, across the country yeah i think that's the interesting one that they are expected to have at least 25 percent physical access points in rural areas where they must maintain atms and point of sale devices so your pos terminals um which is they really they can't do the neo bank full digital no, thing no. they have to have physical they're not allowed to interesting so i think psbs the licensing or the rules for PSBs is more modern. Like, is what MFBs, traditional MFBs should evolve to. Kind of. Fair enough. Kind of. Because I know they would have included lending if they knew MTN wasn't going to participate. <laughs> but They took out lending. Yeah. But the interesting, like you pointed out earlier, Nusa, interestingly, um, PSBs are able to receive income and FX transfers. Yeah. Which is, I think it changes the game a bit because MFBs can't touch that. Yeah, MFBs yeah. can't touch So that. they'll probably have to do a special dispensation for them where they convert that FX into Naira, Naira. or E Naira. Because they haven't really spoken about, because originally before before cbn said all remittances into nigeria must be collected as dollar either cash over counter or cash in dorm accounts um what's it called these guys 
PSBs and MFBs were allowed to like participate. Basically, once they receive the FX, they can convert it to Naira and pay pay out in Naira. But I believe this has this has changed. So the model most like what most of them will most likely go with is maybe they'll partner with a traditional bank as a cash out like cash pickup location the way the IMTOs do it. Yeah. So please, what's an IMTO? International Money Transfer, what is it? Western Union. Western <laughs> Union, MoneyGram. World Remits. World Remits, yeah, those are IMTOs. So I think that's how they'll do it, unless this inner thing kicks in as it should be. Although according to Laulu, who is our man in the know, they have not really announced the second phase of inner. I think they're still reeling from phase one. Yeah. As an aside, inner are really struggling to gain traction but i digress yeah but they still they're still hyping it and claiming it's going to change the gdp of nigeria which is wild they need to, they need to turn on they need to turn on that fx the remittance leg of it even even if they do no sir what's the incentive for you as a customer to receive inaira at official rates when you can receive usd and sell at parallel market rates? so i'll tell you this uh it's very inconvenient for people to receive usd right now like agreed it's very very inconvenient and because i was surprised i mean that i was surprised that people would want at because people don't really care about the rate they just want money from their brother overseas mm-hmm. so it's only like real people it's whatever like is real, the easiest for those are real speculators that are looking at looking at for that because these guys some of the money transfer guys they used to shaft you on the exchange rate and people still used to receive money from them yeah, but, but that was before there were options and whatnot. And don't forget that with the existing providers, the sender has the perspective, right? So even if the, the mother in Kogi State or the brother in Edo State doesn't care about the rate, the person who is sending the money gets to see what, what the, the rate rates is. are. Yeah. yeah, before, you know, committing. And so for that person, like, what's the... Because that's my, my concern. I think the real FX challenge in Nigeria today is the other way around. People have hacked sending money even before there was like, there were like the likes of World Remit and Co. People were already doing, oh, I have a brother in Nigeria, send him this amount, I'll give you USD. They had figured it out, they had solved the problem for themselves. But this sending FX from within Nigeria out is still to me the big problem and if you don't have a solution for that sending fx out of nigeria maybe you are paying for a mortgage or school you are sending money so, to kids abroad so the problem with that is there isn't a big enough market to justify building a proper solution for it i mean they are very few and far between but that's i don't think our outward remittance versus our inward remittance the real money is Inwards, right? Even when you are it, yeah, the real money is so outwards. That market is big, It's a it's a big market, but the big businesses are solved. That their problem is solved. The issue they have is sourcing the FX, but the actual moving the money is not hard for them. Oh, I see. Your, so me, I'm coming from a different angle. The FX, it is sourcing the FX. That's the angle that me, I'm coming okay. from. Because yeah, I that's think, where the I, see, I see your point about like, moving the money itself. It's not hard for big businesses per se. Maybe it's hard for civilians, but big business is not hard. Where well, their challenge is now 
sourcing the effects. Find the effects yeah, that was is, the point I was making about sourcing the effects. Which is limited by the amount of effects available available to the country. Yeah. I will not speak about my recent experience. Um, but I think it's interesting to note that so for like let's say for MTN and Nine Mobile and the likes, they they you're not allowed to collect um deposits basically into your airtime. And they will have to they're going to have to create like a separate wallet um situation basically. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that was the CBN was very deliberate, deliberate about, that, about yeah. that because when I walked in today um, and we said we're talking about PSBs and I was like, I don't know, I feel like people are overreacting. Nosa was like, oh, he would be worried about MTN. And the reason why I'm not particularly worried, of course, they are going to have customers, they are going to dilute market share, granted, right? But I don't think it's going to be to the degree that, everyone's that everyone expecting. thinks it is. And the rationale for me is simple. One, the things that give them the ridiculous advantage, which is their reach, right? They already existing accounts, essentially. They've taken that out of the equation. And then you then have to serve a large portion within a, a specific space. Like the, the target is the rural areas, and that has been codified mm-hmm. in the regulation that surrounds them. And then the real money spinners in terms of product lines, they're not really going to say, okay, so maybe cards. And I don't know that how they plan to push that. Cards is not good. Cards is not good business. Um, uh, cards is not good business. Speak for yourself. Cards is not good business. Speak for yourself. Cards business is only good when you can do international transactions. Exactly. And and they're not going to allow them. They cannot do, do international, international transactions. So from a revenue perspective, as a as someone who is analyzing bank figures and looking, okay, where can these PSBs come to eat? That payment space is is saturated. So it's saturated, but payment business is a volume business. And there's nobody that can do volume like MTN. Because with, <laughs> with any product, the key is distribution. Volume, yeah. And Get there's it. nobody that has a distribution network as extensive as MTN in this country. So I think I'll just go back to the point that I've sort of been making because, you know, today a lot of these these telcos, all they do is you know buy your time, sell your time, buy data, sell data. There's not much else in between, right? Um, if you're going to now include transfers, all of that, I think that people are patient with airtime transactions and they, and they figured it out. You never have like downtime when you buy airtime or whatever. There's really no mm. issues around that. It's hardly ever issue. They're hardly ever If you're buying through your bank app, it can be tears, sure. yeah. VTU failure, something, something, yeah. something. But yeah. if you're buying direct from an MTN, you know, there's there's almost no failure, right? But my thing is that when you now layer on trans- like additional services, complexities come into the equation. And I it's think the that the same infrastructure all of us are going to be using. Yeah, yeah, the same infrastructure. For interbank, but not for within MTN to MTN. Okay, yeah. so that will be almost everybody P2P. has MTN. Now, think of, since PSBs are allowed to do receive international remittances in theory, outside Nigeria, MTN already has a large mobile money network where mobile money works like mobile money should. Yeah. It's as simple as connecting Nigeria to the rest and they already have a proper intra-African mm-hmm. payment rail between from any MTN to any MTN. Into Nigeria. Into Nigeria. The reverse is going to be difficult. Hmm? I mean, into Nigeria, that's, that's, that's one leg. That's solved. one leg. That's one leg. So that's fascinating. Sound like a hater, but how big is that 
is that link? Um, I because mean, if you if you okay, so let's say Momo is popping in Ghana, um, the Guinea, I mean, what's this other country that they operate in? I think yeah. Yeah. So the proposition now is that users from those countries can send money to in, people in Nigeria, in Nigeria, at least retail, and, and retail most likely, money. I'll bet you money, MTL facilitate facilitate the reverse. Okay. If they can figure that out without violating any of the regulations, that's, that the so regulation will be a different thing. Whether CBI allows, but MTN can facilitate the rest. Airtel is another one because Airtel money is also big outside Nigeria. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about Nine Mobile or Glow with Hope PSV because I, yeah, I don't really think those guys are really popping like that. I mean. They don't. Um, I, I don't know. But for me, the whole telco ecosystem, though, I still foresee. I foresee a lot of like challenges in terms of just dealing customer complaints because I, I these mean, are the same telcos that, that we fight yeah. on a day-to-day for all sorts i've been hammering that because like you go into like an mtn store or like any telco and you say you want to pick up source basic sim card that registration process painful as heck it's painful but people still do it yeah because but, no but, you don't have it you don't, you, don't yeah, you don't have a choice but it, it's, it's different. different in payments in payments if mtn gets into the space and can leverage their distribution which they probably will nobody can really come come to them it's not going to be like team but can i say can i say something interesting about that one of the things that existing players are also worried about is talent attrition because with this sort of thing now, the expectation is that MTN they are going to be looking for all like the brightest minds. So if they can if they can hack it from like a user experience perspective mm-hmm. and don't translate the same experiences that plague their telco business, mm-hmm. if they don't carry those same problems into the space, granted they are going to they are going to eat into the market. But again, my own position is by how much mm. because the market is already saturated op is eating people's food kuda is eating somebody M- somebody M- is weeping somewhere because kuda seized all MTN, their customers mtn will eat op's food yeah, but because if they, if they eat the, OP's because food. the money op is spent in distributing <laughs> and getting op out there uh-huh. mtn is just this flip of a switch from turning it on Imagine if every MTN kiosk in this place could accept deposits in this country. Beyond, they, they, they didn't even have the license and they were like the biggest Momo network. They had an MMO, they have saying, an MMO license that allows them to do, do that. That's what I'm saying. Before, and they were just, they didn't have PSB. They were already the biggest one. I mean, you can, all these guys can say we are the biggest agency banking thing based on SANEF. Everybody's. And you now do based on SANEF, okay. that's how you exclude MTN. But MTN is damn near as big as the entire Sanef network. Yeah. So looking at the data, right? Um, so number of agents, and this is quite old, and I think we couldn't get more recent data, but like Q3 2020, in terms of like number of agents, Sanef has 345,000, MTN 311,000, OP 300,000, First Money had 75,000, Team App 50,000, and Paga 27,000. That like... Look at the gulf between Timapt yeah. and MTN. Yeah. And Timapt is a billion dollar business. Sorry, it's interesting. Timapt has 50,000 agents. By agents, you mean like 
yeah. they Human they have beings. a lot more now. This is as of Q3 2020, but I know like because I was going to say that all these things, interestingly, they seem to exclude Kudi. Maybe because those guys don't make noise. Kudi has over 50k agents as well. Hmm. But that's an aside. That's a, but I think that's it's just an aside. I think like MTN is a massive, massive business. And there's a reason why they've been trying to keep them out of financial services for the longest time. And you know the thing is, the way I see it, yes, currently with a PSB license, you can't do loans and all of that. But then once you're offering financial services, I think lo- medium to long term, that would have to come into the PS people in the NYC camp charge, used to charge like maybe like, based on how remote the camp is, they can charge you like maybe up to 100, 500 now for like deposit Transaction, for transactions. Yeah. Imagine being yeah. in a village and there's only empty and that's there. Again, what I told people in the office is the untapped market, whatever, however big that market is, right? I can realistically see MTN seizing it and serving it. So, but, okay, finish your thoughts. But for the existing market, yeah, I'm questioning. Yeah, I don't think MTN. I'm questioning how much me they can enter per se, but MTN will open up if executed. Well, MTN will open up, and I think the smart move would be people waiting for MTN to include these people financially, then pouncing after MTN has included them. Mm. So, in terms of like MTN traction in other countries, we actually have some interesting data. So, in the 16 markets that they currently operate in, by the end of 2020, they had nearly 42 million regular customers right not 42 million you know how that people say yeah. 42 million customers and then it's like 1 million that are transacting it's 42 million transacting Active customers transacting. right and then in ben, in Benin, um i think they have monthly transaction value average so their monthly transactions average 60 million dollars yeah and they have about 60,000 agents in just Benin Republic, right? So they've, I think they've tried this model out. They've, they know how it they works. They know how it works. They've just not been allowed to do it in Here. Nigeria. They're real threats, but then, I mean, we'll see. Like, I wouldn't worry if I was a big bank, like a Fugaz. Mm-hmm. I would worry if I was a smaller bank mm-hmm. looking for cheap deposits. Mm-hmm. Because MTN is going to mop that. MTN is going to pioneer the pioneer regions that people haven't really touched. I'm just saying that lots of functions between the MMO and the PSB license overlap. overlap yeah. And we've seen the extent of their reach with the MMO license. I'm not sure there is any proposition that MMOs have that PSBs can do, or that PSBs have that MMOs can do that will materially change the game. Also, it looks like you are saying something. What's it called now? Um, MMOs can't do savings accounts now. What's it called? Also, PSBs is your can propo- wait now. Is your proposition wait now, savings accounts? Wait, wait. Ah, how big of a business Piggy, Piggyverse is just of standing order? No. Piggy vest is separate from a savings account. I know. I'm saying it's, it's, it's still savings. People in those areas are looking for means to save. They want to digitize their savings. I'm just, I mean, I don't see it. 
we're we're kind of quiet because we're looking at the the comparison <laughs> chart again, and I'm like, what is the proposition that PSVs can do that? And don't get me wrong, and I'm trying to be careful about how I say this, so that tomorrow when MTN think has of, taken over it. the whole market, think of think of it. Then I'll say Laulu, they pull up this clip. MMO is a stambic that can a PSB is a stambic that can't lend or can't do corporate banking at that level. Mm-hmm. Now compare that to a PAGA in you know, PAGA's current state. There's a big difference. If you act even commercial banking, because you know a lot of the not commercial business banking, because you know a lot of the issues with with what's it called with um banking small like small ticket transactions tends to be buyer and seller is too expensive for for both buyer and seller mm-hmm. so imagine if mtn was banking the akaruma it's easy for you to pay her digitally if we're going to say we're going to wipe out cash in this country the one person that can do it is mtn i mean i'm very very optimistic and i'm very like all in on mtn's potential because i think in terms of if you wanted to get this country included, the most serious thing is to get the biggest business in this country involved. Yeah. Fair enough, Sha. I mean, ultimately, a cashless Nigeria is better for everybody in that in that space. Everybody in the payment space. The more people, the fewer people we have doing cash tra- transactions, the better. Even for existing players, from a cost perspective. Saving cash is so expensive. Mopping it yeah. up, trans, um, moving <laughs> yeah, it around. People like, is so this, expensive. Is it computer warehouse group go out of business? Because the entire so business is yeah. moving cash. Moving cash. And I, I don't blame them. Those guys who buy trucks, those trucks for Armored tens trucks. of millions yeah. and then armor it up again. And then you then hire two people, you pay po- police escorts. You know, I, I'm just going to think. It's just so If weird. CBN wanted to even push in there, you could have pushed it to MTN. See, there are five different ways CBN could have pushed Inaira and they chose the worst possible way to push it, but that's just that's what, yeah, yeah, that's that's sometimes. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just saying I'm very bullish on potential of MTN. So I think what we will probably do to aid listeners is we'll do a blog post, share the comparison table that we keep referring to, and yeah, and as well as like just like other data that the research guys put yeah, together cool. yeah just so that if you want a bit more information you can go on the open africa website and view that www.openafricapodcast.com i got that in one try <laughs> made progress but yeah i mean we promised ourselves that this would be a short episode because we're trying to keep yeah, things out of 30 minutes i, I like how we've been talking about mtn like and not Etel, everybody else. Like no, no, no. I'm just saying because yeah, I think Etel Two is also like big, but like, big. they're not big as. And I'm saying this from this is from Kuda perspective. Mm. Etel, Etisat, Naimo, and Glow have downtimes, like from their end in terms of airtime during the day. Glow, yeah. Glow can have downtime for buying and selling buying airtime for a whole day, and I don't get complaints. The day that two days ago, MTN went off. My entire customer service was flooded with I can't buy credit. I bought credit, I didn't get value, I can't buy credit. And that's for me, that is how I gauge who has problem, who are, who is big. What because when there's problem well, with them, well, how many people are the, how many people are complaining? Problems. How many people are complaining? The same thing with digital banks. When your transfer is not working 
and nobody has assaulted you on Twitter. I know you don't really have that many customers. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It's It's really a sign of growth. It's It's a good signal. When Zenibank was down, you could see the insults. You know that, yes, this is a system. This is an important bank. GT Bank, too. When GT Bank had their issues, you knew it was important. But there are guys that have that their app is not opening. App is not opening 24 hours. Nobody has said anything. anything. Nobody has called you bastard. (laughs) Why are your customers? Oh my days. Anyways, any final thoughts on PSPs? Is Bankly a PSB? No. They're, they're, what's it called? Agency banking business. Give or take, more or less. So MMO, more MMO than PSB. More super agents. They can't hold deposit. Right. Right. Well, I mean, somebody needs to solve the the cash problem in Nigeria. So if it's MTN, if it's Airtel, if it's Nine Mobile, whoever, happy for them to solve it because we'll be closer. <laughs> but so we can end that commercial on the commercial. I can end the episode on that note. So we'll be glow. You know, I bet you guys even know that glow has PSB license. That's because they cannot put their name. We actually talked about cannot, it on one of our first, They cannot put their name behind it. One of our first hope. hope. Yeah, one of our because earlier you hope, you PSP hope it to episodes. Work. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't kill me. Don't worry, Glow never sponsors this podcast. <laughs> but if MTN wants to sponsor us, we are here. I I'll, use MTN. I use MTN, and we are looking for sponsors actually. I use MTN. Internet in the house. Internet on my phone. Internet on my iPad. In fact, this is concentration risk MTN. My employer also uses you people as data um, center, data provider. (laughs) Call center could have have moved to MTN now. So it's a a concentration risk. (laughs) So please, please, (laughs) if you want to sponsor, we are here. (laughs) Anyways, thanks guys for this episode and thank you for listening. Um, As shared earlier, we'll publish on the website and again final shout out to peluni and it will be because it was clear that nosa was never going to do this research <laughs> it was gonna be vibes and initial life where if, if those two fantastic people did not help our life anyway right. till so... next time <laughs> <laughs>